Welcome to Love and Madness. Yep. Yay. I'm Love and she's insane. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. That's the story we're going with, right? <laughs> this week, I guess. And also, mm-hmm. I I uh, hit my eye on a doorknob. What? That's the other story we're going with. Oh, I don't beat you. I'm sorry. Much. I shouldn't say that on the air. <laughs> I've agreed not to speak about these things you, on the air. You, only when you make me do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I make you do it. I'm sorry. I need to. Line of abusers everywhere. Yeah, Janelle is a is a yeah, a reckless person, in all ways. Uh, sometimes you just set her off, and she'll just start uh, brutalizing you yeah. for hours. Mm-hmm. Brutalizing is the only word for it. I can't really. Those images are. We shouldn't make fun, though. But I'm not making fun. I'm talking about Vietnam, basically. I'm in a spiritual Vietnam with you. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. You have me, like, basically tunneling through these, these mud tunnels that have bamboo shoots that go under your fingernails. And this is this is our relationship. I just wanted to tell you that. I wanted to clear the air. But now I feel a lot better oh. now that I've said that out loud. Thank you. I'm so glad that you let me speak my mind and my heart. And now I feel so much better because we got to communicate about these things. Wow. Yeah. And also, I don't like being buried into the garage for a month. Okay? Okay. I, I won't right. do that anymore. That's why we missed that episode. At least not, at least not in the winter. That's why we missed an episode, by the way. She had me buried under the garage. Yeah. So, there it is, everybody. There it is. Love and Madness <laughs> is built on a farce. <laughs> it's a farce. Our, our love life is a farce. Yeah. It feels so pathetic. Uh-huh. I felt like I've, I've been a fraud this whole time, and I wanted to come clean to the audience. <coughs> I'm sorry, baby. What up? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know either. That's but... the darkest possible timeline. Yeah, well. That's... I think I just channeled the darkest possible timeline Yeah. that we could possibly live in. Well, I channel myself in an alternate reality. Ah. Uh, because you do that to me over there. Oh, over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like me over there, though. Maybe it's not you. Yeah. Maybe it's a demon. Yeah. But I live there, too. Mm. And I love you. Anyway, uh, so what are we talking about today? Uh, we we had a basically good week. Yeah. Yep. We actually really did. <coughs> You've been really peaceful. I gave myself permission to get over who I had to be for my ex-wife and my son. Uh, I had, a, had to keep myself almost a little unhealthy, I thought, in order to relate to them, pretty much apologizing all the time. You know, I'd always have to have an apology ready before I had to communicate in a certain way. It's like, I want to apologize for this one thing. We can talk about something else as well. But I realized that there's no way to win with them. And, and I don't mean by winning over them or anything like that, but there's, there's no Is way it? to even break even. So I decided to just relieve myself of duty on that issue. Which is very freeing. It is. Yeah. Because that was, I mean, it was nothing like the buried under the garage thing you no. do to me. But, but it wasn't great. I felt like I was underwater the whole time. Well, the the thing I I noticed about your interactions with with uh, Ivan is, is that that's my ex. She's, she's she's transitioning to Ivan with a pronoun he. Yeah, it is is that in all your conversations and all the texts and it was always what can you do for me. What can? Yeah, you need to send me money. You need when to I'm, do this. On, on the fact that at, at one point I was only bringing in about a thousand dollars a month, and I had to send money to her when she makes like six thousand a month. Yeah, it was and, ridiculous. I mean, granted, not all take home, but and, but it was significant. And why do I have to be sending a portion of my measly thousand dollars that I was working at 
at the time. You know? It doesn't but, make any damn sense. And but, she would owe me alimony based on how I was thrown out and the fact that I wasn't working. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it was... It, I've it, had it, mental health issues. And yeah. she was abusing that. The fact that she would always say things like, well, there's a reason why you're on disability when I was on disability. When I'm, you know, I, I still am a little... <laughs> Well, I am again is what it is I'm back on it again uh, but I've been I've been like off and on it reliably you know mm-hmm. like I wasn't relying on it and I had a work period and all that I don't know how to express that I feel like a loser when I say stuff like that but I am working at it and I'm trying to get off of it yeah and and you're you're the, the point is is the point of something like that especially in a case like you is to take the time to get healthy she would and she would always point doing. out that there's a reason why you're you're sick a reason why you don't you don't do well at certain things. And she'd always point that right out whenever I was telling well, her something good. Well, the the thing that I noticed, it, and it's like, you know, in any relationship, there's always two sides. And there's always things that both people mess up on. You know? There are. And, there and, are, but it's not always fair and balanced, you know what I mean? No, true. But that's that's well, the thing that, it's not always like equal sides to, to both arguments. And I'm starting to realize that there were parts of, of the situation that were just completely unfair to me. Yeah. And I was uh, I was maybe louder than she liked, but uh, other than that, it wasn't it, it wasn't like I was a, a hugely violent person or anything like that. I didn't hit anybody. I didn't I didn't break things. I I wasn't evil. I was just defending myself. Yeah, you were like a trapped animal. Yeah, and of course I get tired. And, I have to make a point. Well, my, my point was, in like all the interactions that I've seen you, you guys have, there has never been any ownership on Ivan's side of the problems uh, of in their the relationship. Side. Right. And, and and I'm not saying you were perfect, because I know you weren't. If, if you're but... married to someone for 20 years and you're a romantic like me, I'm heterosexual and a romantic. And it turns out I was married to a lesbian for 20 years. And they told me at the very end, and then now they're going trans. And throwing that as if to like uh, give you some sort of gay panic or something, yeah. uh, which I don't have, but it, it, it's thrown in my face as if to say, well, you were married to a man. I'm like, cool, I wasn't though. I didn't marry a man, you know. Yeah, it, it's really a, a very dark person doing this to me. Yeah. When when we interact, so I'd rather not interact. Yeah. Well, and and that and that's the thing. It's like if you can't if you can't own the fact that I was essentially lying to the person I was married to for, for 20, 20 years, years and say, you it's know a, what? I did that. It, that I was, was unfulfilled wrong. in all these ways. Because it was wrong. I like cooking. Then, Here, I like cooking for you. I like giving you uh, back massages. Foot but massages. She, foot massages. She had, to, she had to bribe me for a pack of cigarettes to do a foot, foot rub because I didn't have any attraction, you know, because there was no attraction mutual. Like, she, she had no interest in me. I had no interest in her. Yeah. And living there for 20 years for someone who... Uh, always wanted a, a nice romantic life. Yeah. It was hell. And I did my damnedest. So maybe I yelled a couple times. More than a couple. I can count ten fingers how many times I yelled at the top of my lungs. Yeah. And I'm sure over 20 years that's pretty good. Because a lot of it happened towards the end, you know. And it, I was just miserable. It, it, but to me, it's like if you can't at least own part of the mess, then you're not being real. You're not being authentic. And, and and it's interesting because Ivan is striving so hard to allegedly be real, but can't own any of that. Right. It's like it's and completely she, contradictory. You can't, you can't describe anything about our, our life when I was living there. Yeah. You could never say certain things in front of certain people. She oh. didn't tell everyone everything about our life. And I'm not saying you have to. No. But there's like, why keep a secret? And why be associated with people that wouldn't accept you? 
Yeah. So I, I have a, I have a total dis, dif, difference of opinion on that. If they don't accept you for who you are, then just ditch them in a way. Uh, and I don't mean it like in a. Uh, I guess I do. I mean that life's too short to be hanging out with people who are going to be um, judging you. Yeah. You know, there's too many people in the world. You might as well find good people. Yeah, and I'm just like if somebody don't ditch them, but you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying ditch everybody over or over nothing. That's what I was trying to point out. I, I don't I don't believe in that, but I do believe that if people will never accept you, you have to let go. Yeah. And and yeah. that that whole argument, I mean, it basically came down to there is absolutely nothing they can you can ever do. You could win the right. lottery. I asked. I asked. I said, "What could I do to yeah. to kind of break us even or something?" And she said, "I don't know, but don't blah 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 all these different other things. It's just yeah. deflection." And and I said, "She again, but what it's am I supposed okay. to do? I I, I was it's married right. to a woman for twenty years. It's alright. It, it just happens. It's just it, there, yeah. there's no fair way to appease this being, and so therefore, maybe don't try. Yeah, and just be be happy. Right. Yeah." I'm just going to be happy. And, and so anyway, the, the the good week that we're talking about is not me being this miserable. Yeah. I'm not miserable. I'm just describing. But I got yeah. over it. I stepped, I stepped on top of that and I said, okay, I, there's nothing I can do about anything of that data. I'm looking at the, the sound curve on the uh, the Audacity here that we're using. And it's like this little chunky, like blip, 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 blip. Mm -hmm. And it's all of this story here is, is a certain rhythm, right? Yeah. And I can just ignore that rhythm in my life. That's sort of like uh, the voices in my head that tell me that I suck at stuff. I suck because I'm yeah. I'm sick and all these things. That's all part and parcel to that relationship. Yeah. So I can just get over that and stand on top of that and say there's nothing I can do about that and I won't hear it anymore. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, get and over honestly, the frequency, you know. Honestly, when I split up with Keith, I I, I kind of had to go through a, a similar thing. A down note, like a down. Well, no, just figuring out that his opinion of me, the you know the ice queen, the blah 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 blah. It was but, all bullshit. The, yeah. That you know what. That's his problem. It's not mine. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna carry that. You know. Yeah. Why carry someone else's burden, especially yeah. if they made up a story about you? you <laughs> yeah. have to carry their story for you. Yeah. It's not. I mean, they made up. They made up fiction, and somehow you're their villain, uh -huh. or you're their uh, victim, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And you don't have to play that. It's yeah. not. I don't have to play in your narrative. Yeah. I mean, and this, he he, this, he always blamed me for his cheating, and I'm like. Oh, it was all your fault, though, Janelle. And I'm like, no, actually, I didn't do it. So how, it's not actually how do you, my how fault. How do you have the nerve to cheat on someone and then blame them? Because, like, you're so That's guilty about the cheating. That's what a lot of cheaters do. But if you're so guealty about guess, the cheating, why do it? You know? Well, like, that, that's what well, and that's what a lot of abusers do. They really do say. Like you said earlier, yeah. with a joke about. It's like, well, you, you made me you, hit you. You made me hit you. Yeah. Or you, you made me cheat on you. You made me. Yeah. And uh, and all this. And, uh, and Tammy didn't go there because it was always me that was always wrong, no matter what. Because my yeah. voice would go up to a higher register, I guess, or, or uh, a louder voice, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, because I did that, I was always wrong. Yeah. It was a whole different strategy with her. Yeah. Or him. It just was. But, you know, it's, it's okay. But I, I was like, I'm really proud of you. That was like a complete breakthrough for you. I seem to have done a lot better this week, right? You've done amazing. I had a, I had an, uh, three ill days. I was kind of physically sick, uh, and I was sleeping too much, but it was good. Um... I, I think it wasn't you were depression. sleeping because you were sick. I was sleeping because I was sick. So that's not too much. This is what I mean. You were was, healing. Yes, I felt like I didn't get enough done around the house or whatever. But yeah. uh, other than that, I've been I've been in good place when I a good place when I woke up. But I, I do some writing. I'm I'm getting along with my game here. It's coming along, yeah. and it's coming in clearer every day. So. And today was nice. We we um, we had uh, our friends uh, Megan and Chris. Yes. First They're, people to get married on our property. Yes. 
and, and there, I gave him my uh, Kairos coin, which I ordered another one. <laughs> but I, I had to give it to him because I felt like it was a, it was a thing to do on his wedding day. Yeah. It's a good luck coin. Yes. Kairos has got a luck. So, and, I gave him uh, that. But and Megan is opening up her own uh, photography studio. Children's in, photography, baby's photography, basically, right? Yeah, in um, downtown Easley. So when she's open, go see her. Yep. If, if you got a baby we, that needs a picture. We went down there and we put up some uh, dividers, like uh, yeah, fabric uh, dividers. All, all five of us, is, like we grabbed all three t kids, too. It was, it was harder than it seemed like, yeah. at first. I thought it was going to be super easy, but then I'm like, I forgot about how... Not every bolt wants to line up to every hole, and yeah, and that and it, was it. Took a little bit to get, but you and me got three sets together. Yeah, and the, the kids. It'd be great if like everything just always fit together perfectly. Yeah, I think the kids probably knocked out five or so. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. If they, yeah, the, the the three of them just they just got down to it and they they just knocked him out and all of theirs were perfect the first time around and like me and scott our first one was really wonky and we mm. had to, like ours was like folding uh, in in every location possible <laughs> but we got it worked it out. was twisted we had we had yeah. four panel uh dividers to put together that had to clip together and and, and you know and they're cloth dividers so they're they're, they're cloth and they're kind of ikea style yeah with like metal frames so they they they, they can twist very easily yeah but if you don't end up with a perfect square and yeah. also like the last bar was always hard to screw in. Yeah. This isn't very exciting for the for the listener. But but, but at the same time we did it today and we helped them out with their Yeah, and that was fun. It was fun. Their business. It was fun and um, yeah, the I'm just so proud of my kids. I had a good little I mean, talk it's like with a, Megan. A, yeah, well, it's like imagine, you know, uh, any other family going down there to do that and you've got one kid that's complaining about being there and one kid that's wandering off and you know, it's like my kids aren't like that. They just right. get in there. It's like, okay, here are the directions. Get in, get it done, you know? Yeah. And they still goof around and tell stories and whatnot, but they're good. <laughs> and Daniel done. got all the little ones we couldn't get because yeah. he, he he's stronger. His yeah. grip is better. Uh -huh. So he could get those last bolts for us, which yeah. was the hard part. He, he's my brawn. Yeah, he's a strong guy. And they were all working together as a perfect team, and yeah. we got them out in, what, an hour and a half? Yeah. Like that? Yeah, we put 11 sets of dividers together. 11 sets of dividers with four panels. Each, Pretty yep. good. And that was between, what, seven people or, or plus two? Nine, yeah. right? Yeah, no, it was seven people. Seven people total. Yeah. Got it. Five from us. And, I don't and count things well. <laughs> and then Chris, Chris and Megan. But I had a, a nice talk with Megan. Uh, yeah. I won't talk about her private business or anything, but she had something go on in her life, and we talked about it, and she said how, in all the times she's ever met me, she only saw me one day where she thought I was... Not quite myself. Uh, and she mentioned to Chris that I was off. Yeah. But she said that I'm doing really well. Yeah. It was nice. Yep. Um, it was very nice for her to come out. Cause she came out to vape. Oh, when yeah, I went out yeah. For a cigarette. And we had a little talk, just uh -huh. a quick one. Uh -huh. We talked about how we both are too sensitive and that uh, that period of time was when we had our roommates. And right. so I, that's how we started talking about roommates when we came back. Ah, uh, gotcha. It's because we had just talked about it. Mm -hmm. And it, I was disrupted mentally by having them here. And so I had to put up a little bit of a shield and I ended up being a little. Uh, maybe uh, distant seeming and, and maybe yeah. hard to read. Yeah. And she took that as a little creepy, but she said that was the only time she ever saw me like that, and she knows that's not me, and that it wasn't, an, I wasn't the one that creeped her out or whatever. Yeah. I have a, a tone, maybe. Maybe that's what got Tammy so freaked out, to be honest, because yeah. I didn't like the situation, and so I'd sit back in the back seat, and maybe the gruff aspect came out. Yeah, it could be. And uh, who knows? You know, either yeah. way, it's the past, and I can't live in the past. Right. And I can't worry about the past, and I don't think I gave her that for 20 years. I certainly don't. Yeah. I was doing a lot of uh, things in my life, and I'm sure my personality shifted a lot because of this, the dissociative thing I have. Yeah. But I certainly wasn't one of those people that 
that loses track of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I never have been. Um, there was one time, and that's when I got my help. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because I did anything to anybody, but I, I just realized that people knew me in town. I hadn't met them yet, I thought. Yeah. And uh, there were different stores I'd never been to, I thought. Yeah. And uh, someone said, hey, Scott. And I was like, how do you know, you know? Yeah. That was that was the time I lost. So I, I do have to acknowledge that there was probably some time where I lost a little bit. Yeah. But I certainly don't do anything wrong. Yeah. I'm not a mean person, and I, I know I haven't done anything harmful to anybody. I would have heard about it. But, uh, but I, I do pay attention to these well, things. Well, that, that was really nice of Megan to acknowledge that. Yes, it was. And I often, like, I always, when I feel like I have something that I should express, to, to be fair, to, to, like, anyone else who had a different opinion about me, Yeah. I have to do it. I'm not yeah. trying to bring a down note to the situation. Yeah. But I also realize that there's a chance that maybe I said some things when I didn't know I was saying something, mm -hmm. you know? But I certainly would have heard about it yeah. if it were significant. Yeah. Anyway. There was only one period of time where it was like that. And it was right, when, right after we moved to Utah, I got a little nuts. Because mm -hmm. it was a, a big move across country. And I well, didn't that, know and, and honestly, Salt Lake City is a little creepy. It's, it's, it's very creepy. I, I mean, It's I, like going I, into an alternate universe. It's beautiful. There's it's a, beautiful. We, I will say that. We, it is absolutely gorgeous. But it's yeah. got a very creepy vibe to it. We have, hel like, I feel like it is an alternate universe, like a weird one. Uh, we have Hellman's mayonnaise out here, but the same brand is Best Foods mayonnaise. Because they could either, they couldn't do a Jewish mayonnaise. And they couldn't do anything with the word hell in it. So they went oh. Hellman's mayonnaise. They said, okay, Best Foods mayonnaise. The company's called Best Foods now. Uh. And it's the same damn shit. Mm -hmm. It's an alternate reality. All the products are a little different. It's like they, they never stopped being in the 80s on some level. And then the 90s, they're, they're stuck in a weird time loop. You know, yeah, it's, it's odd there. Well, it, it's like, it's interesting. Like a lot of the, you know, I li you know, I listen, if you listen to this at all, you know, I listen to a lot of true, true crime yeah. podcasts and whatnot. It's amazing how many of the weirder stories come out of that area of the country. You think yeah. it's Florida. Weird it's kidnapping. not. It's like, it's, it's not. It's, it's Utah. Florida West. It's Florida West. <laughs> Utah is Florida West. <laughs> I mean, like the, the one I was telling you about today. That the the Doctor Phil, one. <laughs> I don't yeah, know why I was, was Doctor Phil. Yeah, that was they were a Mormon family. They had eight kids. <laughs> of course, they're in Utah and they have eight kids. A guy drowns his wife in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Tell the story. Well, oh, okay. So he 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 was a doctor and a lawyer. A apparently. doctor and a lawyer. Yeah, Mister Achievement. And somewhere somewhere around there, he wasn't in Salt Lake City, but somewhere in that area of the mm. country, and, in Utah, somewhere. Probably. And they had eight kids. At least one of them was adopted. Um, maybe more. I'm not sure. But um, the mom dies in a bathtub, and at least initially, the coroner calls it accidental because she'd had plastic surgery and apparently had taken too much pain medication uh, and fell asleep in the bathtub. Right. At least that well, was I'm the story that was just told. That was the explanation. It's not. Well, his his two oldest daughters are like, uh-uh, dad right. did it right. immediately. But I can see how people would brush that off yeah. unless they were the kids who knew. Because I just immediately, even though I knew the story, my thought was like, oh, that's what happened. She took too much medicine. Well, apparently he was the one who pressured her into the getting the surgery to begin with. Well, that's a good and, man. And it came out in court that she that he had asked the doctor to, to prescribe her extra pain medication. He had pressured the doctor that did the surgery into prescribing her that medication that he normally wouldn't have prescribed. But because he was another doctor, he was like, well, he'll make sure that, you know, she doesn't overdo it or anything so i trust yeah. him right and and so he he had uh 
prescribed the medication. That, that's what came out in court. He's in jail for killing his wife now. Yes. But but so but after, he also yeah told yeah, uh, the other thing. Well, anyway, at, initially after she she dies, I mean they have kids that, kids at home still, um, and some are like uh, some of them are out of the house already, and some are at home. Um, he moves his girlfriend, Gypsy. Gypsy. Gypsy is her name. That's the name. Gypsy. Yeah, in, into into the family house and claims she's the nanny. A woman named Gypsy probably lives like that. Her like whole right life, after the like, fake nanny. Like right after his wife dies. Oh wow. And and then they her name's Gypsy. They like one of the adopted daughters is from Ukraine and they send her back to visit her family. Supposedly it's supposed to be for a couple months. And he just never goes back to get her. Um and instead, he takes his daughter's social security card and identification and alters some of the paperwork to give it to the nanny uh, so that she can avoid paying back taxes. Right. She, she, she gave her fake identity off <laughs> yeah, the daughter. So they, he, he did, rather. Yeah. And that's initially, that's initially what they got busted on. And once they got busted on that, then they started looking into the death of the wife and eventually got him. And it turned out his whole credentials were wrong. Oh, yeah. They were illegal. He was a liar his whole life. Yeah, he was a con man. He yeah. Was, he was but he had man. enough to like fake pass the bar exam or whatever, or cheat at the bar exam or whatever he did to be a doctor and a lawyer. Yeah. This is, this is a thing. Like These egotists who think they're the smartest guy ever, yeah. they almost have to have these massive list of achievements and 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 you know it, in a short amount of time yeah and so it was just like man some people got some nerve i'm so glad he's in jail and the the one of the older daughters actually adopted her younger siblings they it took it took them nine months but she was able to get the sister back from ukraine so that they're they're doing just fine the kids are where do they um, live in That's the grandparents or something um, well, the the older daughters were old old enough to move out, move out, and were on their own already. Well, they were already kids, established. Though. They figured so, out that their mother got murdered, which sucks. Yeah, but it, it sounds like they took after mom. You know, well, that's good. And so it, it's like can we, can a tough we, tough story, but yeah, can we actually, dig in a little bit real quick uh-huh. to this woman whose name is Gypsy? <laughs> what? Do you think that's her given name? Well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, how do you end up with the name Gypsy? Well, somebody. Uh, you think her mom named her little gypsy, <laughs> baby gypsy, I don't know. Baby, baby gypsy's gypsy. nursing? You know, is that is that what happened, or did she just like go hippie in the middle and call herself gypsy? Like an old well, mid, maybe mid, her mid, mom was midwife crisis or something, midlife crisis, but, but like an old yeah. midwife. But but uh, yeah, she that was uh, she was actually spinster. interviewed by Doctor Phil because she gypsy went to jail too for the identity gypsy fraud. went to jail, of course. Yes, and. Uh, and this has nothing to do with the ROM. I'm I'm not being racist. Yeah. Is this her name, well, Gypsy? Yeah, well I mean the the uh the really horrible case of uh Munchausen syndrome, that girl was named Gypsy too. A gypsy. What is the name with the like what is it yeah. with this is what I mean. I hear this name in these kinds of stories where there's some sort of crazy like situation of murder or like yeah. dissociation of life and the person's name is Gypsy or someone's involved named Gypsy. It's a commonality, it's a theme, it's like a trope. Gypsies are crazy. And I don't mean the Rom. I mean literally, yeah. white ladies and, and, and gypsy any, and any who wear white, like turquoise earrings. And any guy with like, the le- with, with the le- uh, any any white guy with the last name Peterson. Peterson, yes, <laughs> that's another yes. one. It's like uh, so, don't so, marry Peterson. So I bet you gypsy's fashion, <laughs> gypsy's fashion includes turquoise earrings from the reservation in New Mexico. She's got uh, <laughs> crystal pendants. 
she knows her zodiac and she knows every day for the next month. <laughs> uh, she reads tea leaves and does little uh, hand reading occasionally. Yeah. And she wears nothing but batik. You know what batik uh, is? Yes, yes, I do, actually. Yes, okay, so she wears nothing but batik. Uh, and that's Gypsy. That's her name. Okay. And she wears too much, uh, just a little too much eyeliner in blue. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what she looks like. You that's might what she right. looks like. I yeah. guarantee you. Yeah. Either that or but. she's bald, like the other Gypsy. <laughs> yeah. There's a certain a number of, like 50% all Gypsies are, are bald, technically. <laughs> creepy. Uh. <laughs> gypsies are like Gary's. They're creepy. <laughs> Every Gary I ever met sucked. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> I met one Gary is all right. Maybe it's you. <laughs> I meant just all right, though. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with the guy. Gary. Anyway. But, uh... I remember... Oh, oh uh, you were going to oh, say no, something? Go ahead. I remember I was working with a guy named Robert who's awesome. Uh-huh. He was a great salesman, but he never stood up if he didn't have to. He'd sell a bed from sitting at the counter. Yeah. He's a big guy, and he just, he'd sit at the desk and just tell people what was going on at the bed. Uh-huh. Like, at that one, if you lay on it, this, that, the other. He just sold beds by sitting down all day. Yeah. Great salesman. Amazing. Uh-huh. He commanded the whole room. But anyway, one time, we were talking about his coworker Frank, who was his main coworker, uh-huh. And he's like, oh, he's just a Frank. And I'm like, I know exactly what you mean, because mm-hmm. I knew a Frank before and every Frank I ever met was the same kind of guy. In a little bit. There's a little certain. There's a certain Frank. Two types of Frank I met. Never mind. One was an insurance salesman. And the other guy was an, a guy named Frank Solis, whose brothers were all named Frank Solis. Wow. Like George Foreman. Yeah. Because his dad had uh, kids with a bunch of women, and his name is Frank. Oh, so we yeah. named them all Frank. Wow. And he ended up with five brothers named Frank. <laughs> That'd be confusing. This is this is the life of a Frank. <laughs> odd stuff. The insurance salesman was a really odd guy. Anyway, sorry. Names. Do you think there are names like that? Do you have any names that you think act a certain way, like because of name or like the the numerology of the name or, I, it, or well, something to I've do never, with that? I've never really did, done a the numerology thing but, but but do you believe that like a name could change your whole life like Sheila? oh yeah if your name's sheila you're probably you know in a certain no way. I, I totally do yeah i totally do there's um like a karen they say my well, aunt karen was nothing like a karen but yeah and i have an aunt karen too and <coughs> there's I, a couple karens out there yeah uh, but but yeah i certainly think a, a name can have an effect like janelle i think made you sassy well <laughs> You're a sassy lady named Janelle. <laughs> well, and what's funny is like, you know, when I, I before I met uh, Keith's parents, because Keith's parents were racist, they thought I was black. They thought you were black? Did you look because black Because of my to name. Them? Oh. And. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. And so that, that's that been. You just immediately assumed you were black because your name is Janelle. Yeah. Oh, but then so did your co-workers. Well, they had a bet going. They had a bet going to see if you were black or Hispanic. It no, black, black or white. Or and, white. And, and yeah, they had they had a lunch pet going. And you said wrong Hispanic. Yeah. And, and white. And they're, they're like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. So, so they were close. And I think they were Rob, close enough. I, I mean, think, the property I think, values are about the same. Depending. I, I think what? Robbie said, That's crazy. He, he looked at me and he goes, I apologize for thinking so binary. <laughs> oh, boy. Robbie's fun. Robbie's of a certain generation, but he loves jokes. I remember there was one time. Uh, oh, he got a job, by the he way. Did Yay. where? I don't know, but it's in. I think it's in Georgia. So okay, near his family. Okay, well maybe so. he'll come back once in a while and yeah. hang out. We were playing D and D, 
And we were talking about, uh, we had some halflings, which are hobbits, basically. Yeah. And I was playing them up like I was call- having the halfling be racist to humans and calling them twicelings and mm-hmm. gap gut and things like that. <laughs> and then he said something about, I thought you guys were halflings or something. He's like, we're not twicelings, you're halflings. And I said, that's our word. <laughs> and he laughed his ass off. He had a good sense of humor, but he still came up with a generation where you worry yeah. too much about a joke. Yeah. You know? It was fun. I, I like Robbie. Yeah, everybody likes Robbie. I had a great time playing with him. He had great ideas for the game. Oh, I, 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 I'll need. We need to text him. See if he, he'll maybe he'll go to Dragon Con. That'd be at cool. At least for if he's even in a Georgia, day. he can yeah. come by. Yeah, and just stop That'd by one great. night, even yeah. at the spot. Yeah, and just find a place to park in that city at that time. I doubt That's it. a challenge. That's the big challenge. If we have an extra spot though in our hotel, uh, it doesn't work well. We might not let. It, might not be able to. We end up end up paying double extra. extra? Yeah. Gotcha. But, and not just for that. All right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I get overzealous. I'm like, <laughs> Robbie can come live with us again. He never did. But in my mind, he did. He's cuddly. <laughs> I love Robbie. But, um... Like I said, Robert. Robert and Robbie were cool. Yeah, so... Robert's are cool. The, yeah, the, the kids were telling uh, roommate stories today and about catching the Bobby. pan on fire. What? You know? Catching what on fire? C- catching the pan on fire. Yeah, Daniel loves that story. Yes. How he, we tell the story of, of that. Yeah. We want to tell it again. We told it before, haven't we? Uh, probably. We I did. think we told it before on the show. But uh, it's basically just a, a house, oh, not a house fire. It's not a structure fire. But Daniel was cooking and something caught on fire and BJ made it worse. Yeah, yeah. but it was, it was. First funny. rule of, of a fire is get BJ out of the house. We yes. Figured that out. Yep. Yeah. But she's not here anymore anyway. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, I don't know. It was a good day. I'm glad we got to do that. It was kind of a last minute spontaneous, <coughs> you know, help, <laughs> call for help. Yeah, well, I woke up. Yeah. Um, and we found out we we're going. It was actually perfectly fine. I did really well with that. I normally need like a day's notice to do something like that. Mm-hmm. But I did just fine today. Yeah. Consider. That's what I mean. You you're doing amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing better with more spontaneous things. Cause it takes me a while to change orbit. Uh, emotionally and mentally like when we're doing a show I have to get to a certain place so I can even talk because most of the time I'm not talking about anything that's going to be interesting for a show yeah I'm dealing with some sort of you know internal issue uh, and so to get ready for the show I have to kind of change my gears mm-hmm. and I've been good I've been really good yeah yeah and uh, let's see I've had a pretty mild week I actually had some work to do Put together a nice little page for for my boss to explain yeah, that was to a good one. You, non-engineers. <laughs> you had to explain to non-engineers why you had to change their original plan. Yes, because their original plan will not work. Will not so, work. They had yeah. no structure to hold the mm. the panels to. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, and I'm like I can't imagine driving across a bridge in the archway built the way they designed it i mean that would be it was 180,000 pounds of concrete above your head with no with proper their, anchor with, with with their design and i'm like yeah i don't know that hanging wanna... concrete just by like <laughs> and it spans like almost 50 feet across oh so, no yeah that thing's gonna come down and crush cars well i mean it in theory like i said on paper you can do it yeah, but, but on paper, trying to do you actually want, do you want to live on paper? Yeah, trying to actually erect that thing and have it be 
You need a specialty device just to carry yeah. that thing over yeah. to a spot. It, yeah, just no. And then it might crack in the middle when you're in the middle of doing it. Right? Yeah, yeah, it, it could. Sounds bad. It could break the whole bridge. Yeah, it, it was like no, it's just not a not a good idea, not a good plan. Yeah. So, but, so not so that engineers. Was fun. Architects aren't necessarily engineers, and sometimes they have an idea. And they didn't think it through. They're like, technically, well, it'll work. Well, it's like they, they, I saw the plans for the bridge. I mean, the, the engineering part of the bridge was fine. They, 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 they did all that. It was like, I think they did. For the did, bridge part. Yeah, but this was an archway the at the, at, at, at the both entrances of the bridge. I see. And I, I think it was kind of an afterthought. So they put the, the concept sketch together and stuck it in the drawings, yeah. but didn't ever finish the design. Gotcha. Is what I think happened. They put their concept art in there and didn't finish the design. Yeah, because... I see. It yeah. was just like an optional concept? Well, I mean, it, it originally was supposed to have the archway, and then it was supposed to have um, arches going along the edges of the bridge. So they can do, like in the 3D entrance. modeling program, they can do concept art that doesn't have all the data, right? Oh, yeah. And so they did that, and they didn't actually... They put, like, dummy objects in rather than... Well, I mean, they, they designed it. They called it all as all precast concrete, but precast concrete implies that there's a structure underneath that that you're attaching to. Right. They never designed the structure to right. attach to. <laughs> and then they... they uh, Yeah, they never designed the structure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm sorry, I was, I was babbling, but that's what I was talking about a minute ago. Like, yeah. They didn't so they do just, the under layer or whatever, the skeleton yeah. of this thing. Yeah, so they, they, they didn't finish the design. It's like they forgot about it. Yeah. You know, and then... It, 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 so they got the model to hang together, but they didn't actually uh, make it workable. Yeah. Right. So, so I yeah, I had to put together a little explanation that uh, non-engineers can understand of it was Why? one page. It was like one of those infographics you find. Yeah, on well, Facebook. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, it's like that type of thing, and it, it was really more to facilitate a conversation with them that this is the reasons we cannot do what you have asked us to do without putting a structure underneath. Right. And uh, so, yeah. You know, it would mechanically hold up on paper. It doesn't necessarily hold up against wind shear or well, no. It, it, or, if you could actually, if you could actually managed to form that thing up and pour all the concrete and, and with there. all the rebar and everything it 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 would meet all the design criteria but not it's in just, precast but not in precast you'd have to do pour structural on site kind of thing port on site structural concrete gotcha and and you'd have to like build forms in the air to really get it so it would be a huge expensive project oh yeah it'd be extremely difficult to yeah. do yeah way more it would be hugely expensive to, to to mold it to make it here and then transport it that yeah or that, to yeah. pour it on site yeah yeah because it that would require it's going that, to tennessee uh mississippi mississippi and 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 that that large of a piece would require special permits to even travel on the roads. And I meant you'd be driving five to twenty miles per hour the whole yeah, time, yeah. with like other cars near you, and everyone's getting pissed at you. It would be well. Awful. That's the type of thing they schedule ahead of time, and they put signs up that they say, say we're doing this next Monday. We're shutting down the road, pretty much. Yeah, because there's a large load coming through. I've I've seen them do that for you know equipment. Other at municipalities the, at the, will get that at done the for nuclear you. plant. When you have to do stuff like that, you have to do stuff like that. It can be done. But it's extremely expensive, and you have to get special permits for so each. So if you're bringing each state you go through at the nuclear plant, mm -hmm. those uh, towers, right? What are they called? The uh, the towers where they they do the fusion or fission? The the nuclear reactor. The reactor, basically, right? Yeah. Uh, do they pour the concrete for those on site? Um, when they built them, yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, but when we did the steam generator replacements, the steam generators were, let's see, about, how tall are they? 60, 70 feet tall. Um, and they had to bring those on trucks? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Full, fully assembled, and they weigh like 400 tons. Wow. So, There's yeah. There's no bridge that can take that, really, is there? Yeah, well, you have, like I said, you have to, you have to do a special transport plan. You have to, and they'll, 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 they'll take, it, they'll take it by train as far as they can. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, you have to have special cranes to move it. Cranes and, must be incredibly strong to yeah. be able to pull stuff like that. So it, it's it it's not it's not a small endeavor, and it requires a lot of planning. It requires a lot of permitting, because um, states don't let you just take something that big through their state without. Hey, baby. Yeah. Speaking of small endeavors and big things. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to use those phrases. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it can it can be done. It's just for what they want. It, it does not make sense. That's like way. It's not cost effective, and it it's, just a way, it, it has yeah. to be necessary. So necessary that it's worth the expense. Yeah, yeah, and, and there something was like really, a frivolous arch over a bridge. Because yeah. technically, if you're looking at that kind of money, it's frivolous. But if it isn't frivolous, you can do it for a few million yeah. or whatever. It's worth it to beautify your city. Right. But a decorative arch is not really. Yeah. worth that kind of expense right unless it's like uh dubai's uh, decorative art and especially since all you need to do is build a steel frame put that up first and then attach the concrete panels to it right and you're good right and they were they didn't have that part yet so yeah. did you guys do the design for one oh already? yeah i already did design for the steel frame that's the one you showed me yeah yeah it looks good yeah it reminds me of those japanese arches it really does uh-huh. a little bit it's got something like from the side it looks greek Mm-hmm. Has sort of an ionic look to it, or yeah. one of the door. Which, which are the ones? I don't know. It's one of those three column types. That I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But it looks like a Greek column from the side, but then from the front, it kind of has this uh, shori look, like the arch from Japan Shinto temples. Oh, a little bit. It's got a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit. But I think it's it's got some architectural. It would be very pretty, and I I hope they understand. But now I could be and, reading and, it all wrong. It would probably and, look all different in the. In well, the I I mean I I really hope we actually get to to build it because it'll be really gorgeous. It's one of those rare projects you've shown me that actually looks like they have some sort of beauty to the architecture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff we do is just like we need concrete panels on the side of this you know medical building or a bank or something or a bank yeah, yeah or a, a sewage te- treatment plant or whatever it happens to be. Right. I mean, it's like it's not it's not really there for the beauty. But yeah. uh, this is a, an interesting bridge. It was, when you brought that yeah. home, you were excited to show me yeah. that it was an interesting project. Yeah, and I was like, well, this will be really cool if we get to do this. So did you have fun with building the uh, the scaffolding underneath? Like, oh, was yeah. that was that more like the stuff you wish you could be doing right now? Well, it, it's, it's, it's like, I, I love playing with the computer programs. Actually, it's kind of funny. Um, I... <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, the the uh, my my boss loves Max, and which is unusual for an engineering firm. It's also unusual for a libertarian. I've I, I've never met a libertarian that was big into Max. Yeah, that's interesting. But um, so we have Max at work, which is the first place I've ever worked for that we use Max. Yeah. And um, so we when we were looking for a and and it just originally started with the the eight inch problem. That we yeah. were looking for an analysis program <coughs> that, that would work on Mac. That would work on Mac, and there's this great company out of I guess they're at, based out of Texas called SkySiv. That is I've heard of it, and I think I've heard of it before you maybe, or maybe after yeah. you, I've heard of it again. 
and they're they're really affordable. Their platforms entirely online, and they're so willing I can to log respond in. to customers and fix the oh button my god like the same day. If yeah, you have a problem with it. <laughs> so you know, I've I've I and, and you know they only really started up a couple years ago, so they're constantly adding modules. Yeah. To it, and they started with steel, and you know when we were doing the eight inch problem, I I ended up. Uh, Designing, uh, modeling the whole building in there and figuring out what the actual deflection was. And you modeled the whole building just yeah. for pre precast concrete stuff. Just yeah, well, just points. to show them that their eight inches didn't make a damn bit of sense, which it didn't. But you know, whatever. He was saying he was saying the building had eight inches of deflection, which meant in an it's supposed to move in an side to side eight inches at the top. And this was a two story building. or no, something? No, no, it was it, it was six stories. Six but stories. It's in this area. Yeah. It's in Clemson. And it's a big, wide building. It's not a, a skyscraper, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's like a parking garage-style building, almost. Yeah, it's 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 a hotel, and it's it's a big... It's big. It's that kind of flat building. Yeah, and it, it was it was an odd-shaped building, which is why we had... Uh, modeling it helps So an odd lot. shape like that would fall apart if it deflected eight inches, wouldn't it? Well, you can't, you can't put concrete on a building that's going to deflect eight inches in an earthquake... When it's only six stories tall, right? If it's you doing that, do you got it. a real problem. Yeah, just like you—you you designed some joints out of Jello or something. I don't know there. anything about engineering, but that makes just common sense to me. If you're building yeah. like a light, uh, a lifeguard tower, yeah, you know, you don't want that thing shaking eight inches. It's going to fall, and it's going to crumble, and concrete itself would crack under that kind of strain. Right. To move eight inches, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, you cannot bend concrete eight inches. No, it doesn't. I can understand like a micro, uh, like a centimeter maybe. Yeah, I don't know. and and. And, you know, you put joints in to allow for some deflection. And you, you have know? little panels that will have separations that allow it to move without yeah. too much yeah. disruption. And, and you do that. But eight inches is way too big. And us, like, I, you know, at the nuclear plant, which is literally probably 10 to 15 miles from where this hotel is supposed to be built. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we did deflections all in earthquake stuff all the time. So I'm very, very familiar with the seismic criteria in this area and, you said and you i'm like it was there's a california design firm or something uh i don't know they were out of greenville greenville but they had this this kid who was insistingly he, was he, right. he who did, wasn't a pe and apparently wasn't being monitored very well now I'm, I'm guessing what happened is that he modeled it in his program he had mistaken his model somewhere and he wouldn't and he admit just, it yeah and he just took it for truth and because i mean anytime you model something you got to look at it afterwards and go does that make sense and if it doesn't make sense, you probably I mean, modeled the, the, something wrong. The program wrong. probably just went and over-generalized generalized the problem. There's some error. that He, he didn't yeah. he just said eight inches would be a safe deflection for anything. And so maybe here's eight inches. The yeah, default so it was, it, was, it was ridiculous. But uh, anyway, so that, that's how maybe we... Not so um, I went looking for programs, that, uh, modeling programs that would work on Mac, and we found SkySiv. And so I've been using it now for almost two years. And, yeah. and they've added new modules recently and they asked me to be a beta tester uh-huh and, uh, and this so episode is brought to you by SkySiv. yeah <laughs> we are getting free SkySiv. <laughs> well well for some reason uh, yeah uh, i get a copy of the, SkySiv the uh the 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 engineer trevor trevor is usually the one I, I work with and the way they do the beta testing is they open it up for two weeks and you mess around with it and then they'll call you up and give you and you give them feedback and, and they determine that you you get it for free for two weeks weeks or something well no no but, but I, I teased him and he's like yeah you're one of our best beta testers and i'm like yeah you need to send me some well, swag man you're the kind of person <laughs> you are the kind of person who will speak kindly about a brand yeah uh you are a perfect sponsor which is why we need sponsorship from places like skysip <laughs> Uh, I will I will de design uh, artisanal outhouses for hipsters. 
using your program. That is my project, I promise. And, but, and your name will be on all of them. It will say, brought to you by SkySiv. But what has been very cool is like that that uh, that original project with the hotel and the weird shape and everything. You know, it's like, I for one of my calculations that I wanted to check by hand, I really needed a center of gravity on the thing. And I, so I emailed them. And I was like, hey, is there any way you could put a center of gravity on, on A center this? of gravity, like meter kind of thing? like no, showing... just, just show me where it is on this floor plan because yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really hard. It's a very weird shape. And they're like, uh, we'll get back to you. And it's like the next day I had a center of gravity button. Awesome. <laughs> you know, so they're they're very interactive. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> that makes my life a lot easier because I'm not trying to figure that part out of my hand. So, Janelle is an ideal product spokesperson. <laughs> this is why we need sponsors. Yeah. Yes. But, but, if, you have a, if you have a business, Janelle will sponsor it if it doesn't suck. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry for the abrupt cut out there. I'm going to see if I can edit that properly something happened on my recording device and it just stopped recording yep so we had to stop the conversation it looks like we only lost uh maybe 30 seconds or a minute so yeah i'll back it up and see what i can do i already got the call from sky Civ, though while you were off yeah. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> they said that they want to sponsor us for one million dollars oh that'd be awesome and do a one million dollar spot on our show no i was just i was just teasing trevor though it's like you really ought to send me some swag you know as much as much as I help you guys out, <laughs> you know their names. You know the company's names. You you hold them dear in your heart, and you you would you would nestle their brand against the bosom of America. 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 Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go for like a desperate Hollywood uh, actor mm. mood in order to get us advertising. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, so uh, I don't know. Just let us, uh, let's represent your product. I mean, you know, like, what do you got to lose? What do you, what do you have to lose? Come on, man. We really need the work. You need the work. I mean, you need the, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, you could go 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 word of mouth and uh, you know, person to do that. So if you hire us, uh, for your ad, uh, uh all right, guys, I'm leaving. And you just kind of quit in the middle. You walk out of your little speech. Wow. You planned all night for it. Wow. And you kick yourself and go get drunk. That's what you do. Okay. That's how you get advertising. Uh, really? That's the business. I know show business. Do you, you know? know? Yeah, I read a bunch of shit on uh, Live Journal mm. way back. <laughs> All about the Hollywood biz. But. Mm. Anyway, that was fun this week for me. We, yeah, uh, you, you, you're you like a kid in a candy store or like a, a toy shop or something with these things. <laughs> I love watching you fuck around with. <laughs> Technical things, it, it's brilliant. I love you. I'm really impressed with your mind. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like, you took us to the uh, nuclear museum because you wanted to show me, but you also brought yeah. the kids. Oh, the kids like going, so. When, when you were showing, when you were telling me all the stuff about the nuclear plant's process, it was, I just, I was falling in love the whole time. <laughs> I love that you're an engineer. Yeah. Well, you're, I, you're I do enjoy it. You're very smart. Thank you. Yes. But uh, we have anything else to talk about? I don't think so. I'm I feeling think... a little warm in here. We had to turn the fan off. Yeah. And, and uh, I'd like to get some more writing done, I think. Yeah. I'm and I, I, I took an accidental nap from about 7 to 9. So I'm yeah. like, I'm probably going to be up for a little bit. But I woke up at 6.30 this morning and yeah, went to the grocery store. Yeah, I kicked store her out of and... bed, I guess, with the cat. The other the cat picked, kicked her from one <laughs> side. I kicked her from the other. 
And she had to get up at six. I love Hawkeye, but it's like, you don't bother, if it were just you, it wouldn't bother me so much. But that damn cat is like, if he's in there, he insists on sleeping right next to my head with his butt in my face. What happens with me is that the other one, <laughs> Noob, she will literally walk on my head at least once or twice a night. If she hasn't done that, I know I can't sleep yet. Because she walks around and she waits for me to be almost asleep and then she just does this thing where she crawls on my head, sits on the, the nightstand and just like breathes in my face. <laughs> and uh, I have to kind of get rid of her and once I've done that, she'll leave me alone most of the night unless, yeah. unless she's feeling like doing it twice. Yeah. In which case I, yeah, have to deal with that. So that's my problem with the cat. And I really prefer, she wasn't back there, but she's she's so old that you might as well let her. Yeah. Know? Yeah, and she's she's not too bad. And it's like, I, if if I'm like taking a nap during the day, it's like I can move to the middle of the bed, and Hawkeye doesn't bother me. <laughs> but but yeah, being sandwiched between you two, because I mean he's he's 14 pounds. I mean he's not a huge huge cat, but he's good size. And I'm like 100. And he likes to lay out. He's very long. He's a very long cat, and he he likes to lay out horizontal. Yeah. So that his butt is right in my face. <laughs> And so if I have my arm out at all, he'll lay on my arm and scoot his butt up so it's, like, in my nose. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. It, uh, like, I, I really don't need that. <laughs> but he's funny. He's a sweet cat, though. I think he's the only one that misses Jade. Really? He liked Jade? Well, yeah, because it was somebody to rough and tumble with him yeah and, and noob doesn't tolerate that anymore yeah she just kind of shuts him down and he does behave but and i've noticed he's been a little more clingy uh recently he needs more attention he's even yeah. been coming to me for attention which is rare yeah uh he's been warming up to me at least but i think it's mainly because he needs more attention in general mm-hmm. now that jade's gone yep because he used to play with her yeah you're right um yeah hmm. i'm just thinking um, and your little buddy's He's he's healing well. My little guy, his he, he's had this wound because he got in a fight with a coyote or a dog, and that's around the time we had to get him neutered because he was fighting too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, it's taken a while to heal because it was such a deep wound in his head, and now it's like uh, I don't know, it's the size of a nickel in width maybe. Yeah. And it's not that bad. Yeah. He's getting a lot better. Yep. So he's finally healing right, which is. It's like it's, it's, it's long, but it's it's about the width of a nickel at most. Yeah, it was a big it slash. It was huge on the whole the... side of his head. Yeah. And so we got worried, and, and that's why we ended up. It, it got getting, infected. They recommended that he get neutered because of that. There's too much fighting going on. He could mm-hmm. have died. Yeah. Oh, but but the little bad thing that happened today wasn't too bad, but it, it got me a little. We saw a, a coyote get hit, like a young, maybe a year or two year old it was, coyote. It was like an adolescent, so I don't know. Adolescent coyote get hit by a, a car right near our house. And yeah. That was depressing. I saw the back of its legs. It was really bad. And it was yeah. still moving. And it tried to crawl off in the woods. Yeah. That was the, the darkest thing that happened today. And maybe in the past week. And it, it kind of got me a little, and I worried. Also, last week I stepped on a frog in the oh. backyard. It was a tiny little frog, and I killed I it. I felt so bad for I was, you. I was wearing my slippers out in the yard, just yeah. enjoying the grass and just just walking around at night in a cool night. And then I just walking back and forth and, and handling my mental business. I uh, I stepped on a damn frog, and I heard it pop. It mm. sounds terrible. I'm sorry to make make a graphic here, but it was a very depressing night for me. After that, I was yeah. like, okay, and I, it took me about an hour to kind of. Uh, come back to terms with the fact that wasn't like an evil omen or something. But it is a season of animals running around, and they're going to get injured. 
Yeah, in this it, time of year, yep. it just happens. Yeah, I mean, we have baby birds everywhere, and there's a lot of stuff the... goes on around here. It's nature. We're living the we live in nature. Yeah, so you see animals get hurt. Yeah, we saw a deer in the backyard the other day, just sitting there. Yeah, up the hill. Yeah, little kind of babyish deer, uh-huh. like a doe or something. Yeah, and and uh, hell, last year Candace had a deer for yeah. a day. Uh, she she found one in the woods or something. What or uh, uh, Connor and Tim did they when they were fishing. Oh, they were fishing, and it had gotten caught in uh, the shallows of one of the islands. Oh yeah, in the mud. And, and they so pulled they, it out of the mud. It was going to drown otherwise. And they brought it home, and then they found a home for it. Yeah. Yeah, there's apparently... Uh, they uh, brought it over here that day. Yeah, yeah, so everybody got to see the the fawn. You know, sometimes I think that you live slightly in one of those old PBS shows <laughs> where, like, you learn all these things about life. And, like, I'm in your genre, and it wasn't my natural genre, but it feels good. It's like living in, like, Mrs. Wizard's... Uh, world or well something. i mean it's like i uh, the other day on facebook the the ducks that that agent orange brought home came up on facebook and i was yeah. like oh yeah what a great you know uh, it's like yeah we, you, we, you had a cat that brought home a bunch of ducks live ducklings and let, yeah and let them run around the house yeah <laughs> so, so <coughs> that, that was an experience you know it, it is it's just you, you learn to kind of roll with it and the cat didn't go to attack him he literally no. just brought him home and left him at the house yeah yeah, he didn't hurt him at all. He wasn't all. like hunting them or playing with them. He just brought some ducks home and said, yeah. "Hey, live here now." Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> <laughs> he must have rescued them when their mom didn't make a I bandy. don't. I don't know. Imagine that epic story. I I don't know, but it the was cat funny. rescued the ducklings. Yeah, brought them home. So and, and so I, I I took him out to the the local feed store and he had a pond with a bunch of ducklings and hmm. I'm like, great. So he, so he took the ducklings. He home. took your ducklings, and so those same ducklings are there. They well, they were. Or, rather, mean, they they've had a generation grown, and now there's new. Oh, ducklings. It, that was when Agent Orange was alive. So that this was years ago. But they I bred in. They bred into that population. You saw they those pi- have. pictures of those that person's duck pond. Is it, or did you well, see the pictures of Agent Orange's cat uh, ducks? I'm asking a question. Uh, did you see what happened with the ducklings after you sent them to the no. pond? No. no. You saw the old pictures of what you took when Agent yeah. Orange got there. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry about the confusion. Oh, oh, my my kids holding holding the ducklings, and uh, yeah, I remember. And of course, they wanted to keep them, and I'm like, no, we're not keeping ducks. <laughs> I once had to deal with a bird sanctuary when I was running the group home with with my ex wife. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the kids found a baby bird that was just kicked out of the nest or mm-hmm. something, and he was trying to take care of it, and we didn't want it to die, so we just rushed and got a hold of a bird sanctuary after hours, and they brought. We had to drive out like an hour or something to mm-hmm. this bird sanctuary to drop off the birdie. Yeah. And uh, you're the kind of person, you take home animals and you take care of them. Actually, when I was growing up, it, it, I became like the, the neighborhood legend. It's like anybody had a bird that fell out of the nest or whatnot, they'd bring it over to my house and I'd raise them and, and set them free. And there was only one I was not successful with, and that was the crow, but he was sick. He was sick. How old was he? Uh, he I mean, he was... Full he, grown? No, he wasn't full grown, but he was clearly ill. And he did he did die, but I raised a cedar waxwing, I raised a metalark. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think there were a few others. You're basically too. Cinderella. Is yeah, something quite, like that. Or uh, Belle, you said. Well, I, I relate more to Belle because she was a little more bookish and intellectual and, uh, in, in some ways. And but plus but it's really, I, I, I've got the little bit of a Snow White, Snow White thing, which is why White. that is the only impression I can do. It was not Cinderella, it was Snow White. But the Cinderella had animals, too. But well, Snow yeah. White was the one with all the woodland animals. Uh-huh. And uh, Belle was the one who was with that beastly guy there. Yeah. That's why you like her. Uh-huh. Right? Get some beastly. The beast was sexy. Yeah? Now, the beast, when he came 
became human was became not good a looking. generic Ken doll. Yeah, yeah, he was not sexy, but Beast was sexy. I wouldn't say I, I was worried about whether he was sexy or not, but he definitely wasn't as cool looking when he turned into a human. Yeah, and, and actually, that's part of what really upset me about the live-action version of Beauty like, and the why Beast. Why couldn't they just love him the way he was? Was that they, instead of using makeup, and they have amazing makeup artists out there, yeah. they actually CGI'd his face. Yeah, they did this mask thing that... And I'm it's like... sort of like a green screen thing, but the little nodes where you can actually animate the face. And I'm like, face. why? Yeah. Why? You can do that with makeup and have it feel more real. The, the last you know? movie that seemed to have fairly decent practical effects along with some CGI that yeah. did look cheesy was the Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. That's about the era when they were still, uh, still attempting some practical effects. Like mm -hmm. those feet that they were wearing, they're wearing big shoe feet. Yeah. And they had all these uh, camera tricks to make them look bigger and smaller. It was yeah. mostly that. But then there was some CGI in there that didn't look any good. I think CGI kind of ruined special effects in some ways. And I'm sure that, like, at, at the era when it was coming out, it was still that it, it was probably common discussion among uh, special effects guys that the CGI would ruin it. And we, we still haven't gotten past this Uncanny Valley with a lot of things. Like, artificial faces look artificial. Yeah, they do. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, he, but he look, then, like, we watched Labyrinth the other night. Yeah, it was practical effects. And it was beautiful and perfect. Puppets all over the place. Yeah. And it was cool. It was, it was like, you can believe in a puppet, even though it moves in an odd puppet way. Yeah. Uh, it's still more believable than a CGI guy that just doesn't have any gravity to him, and he just kind of bounces and flies everywhere. Like, yeah. Golem was, was cool enough, but, but they he, he kind of floated. If you looked at some of the scenes, yeah. he'd float there, and, you, you know... And then there was this one scene where the bridge was breaking in Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. where you see uh, Gandalf was like, "You shall not pass," yeah, and he falls. Well, there's a there's this little part where the bridge breaks and it seems to hinge, yeah. as it falls on yeah. some sort of invisible point. Yeah, and then it's like you notice that part every time I see the movie. I watch that one part and I I missed the really cool scene where he was saying, yeah. "You shall not pass," just yeah. because shitty special effects because it was in the darkness and they, I think he didn't expect it to really be seen. It was kind of off camera, mm -hmm. but it wasn't because. We have better, you know, yeah. uh, blacks in our TVs now. It's like you can see uh, shade or different shades than, yeah. than you could maybe when he made it. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, Labyrinth, you know, held held, held up. I mean, we watched it, it on the on I, the. I want to see the Last Unicorn. Yeah, okay. that's the one I want to see again next. Okay, and we can maybe see Crawl later. Okay, I want to see these eighties one these movies again. <laughs> and hell, uh, Beastmaster's cool. I actually watched Beastmaster. I think uh, last summer. Really? It was on one of our streaming services, and I'm like, yeah, we'll it put that out. It creeped me out as a kid, especially in the beginning when they had the kid and the, the yeah, weird monster. Yeah, And then, like, it comes out as, like, a weird uh, paste. Yeah. It was but creepy. I, I did. I watched But I watched the movie the itself is good other than that. <laughs> and uh, what was another one I saw uh, recently? What? The one where the, uh, what is it, Dragon Slayer? Dragon Slayer? The one with uh, Sean Connery? No, no, no. 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 Is it Dragon Slayer? Dragon Slayer. It, it's it. it's the guy who's the the um, apprentice magician or appre apprentice wizard, and he gets hired by the town to go. Oh, that slay one the with. Uh, did it have uh, a? <laughs> did it have the young guy there? Uh, who was the young guy in the eighties? Who's in uh, War Games? Did it have him? No. That's not Dragon Slayer. No. There was one where he was Lady the hero. Hawk. You're Lady, thinking of Lady, Lady Hawk. Hawk. I loved Lady Hawk. That was a good one. Dragon Slayer was a different one with Lady an apprentice Hog. wizard who pretended to kill a dragon. Or yeah, he pretend or did he do it? No, he he he, he did. Do Dragonheart it. was the one where they're pretending like they had yeah. a, a scam going, right? And they were traveling, right? And and pretending to kill the yeah, dragon. Yeah, that one had I think Dennis Quaid in it. Mm. 
And Lady Hawk had uh, Rutger Hauer, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. And in this, when uh, Rutger Hauer would turn into a wolf at night, and Michelle Pfeiffer would turn into a hawk by day because they right. were cursed right. by. You can tell I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they were cursed by this evil priest who wanted her for himself. Oh. So, and then Matthew Broderick was the comic relief slash. Yeah, um, like the little squire, right? Yeah. Kinda? Well, he he was a thief. They they thief. called him Mouse because he could fit fit through all these okay i remember he was that role of like the comic relief goofy kid and he fell in love with the lady hawk or oh well he didn't really fall in love with her but he was definitely infatuated and slightly terrified and then they had the romance story with the wolf and the hawk right yeah they had to be separate from each other yeah and and the the only way to break the curse was for them to actually see each other which of course wouldn't happen because of the daylight stuff, but an eclipse, right? Yeah, had but to be. An, yeah, an eclipse. I don't remember that, but I remembered that that would. I figured out that. Yeah, would have to yeah, and so the the priest was trying to keep them separate so that they wouldn't see each other during, during the, eclipse. the eclipse. But he was not successful, and they lived happily ever after. Anyway, Aww. yeah, that's sweet. These movies are great. <laughs> I, I did. I did have an old man moment. I'm 43, but I'm not that old. But. I now know why old people never want to like let go of their era of movies and stuff. Yeah. Because I, I kind of wish Matthew Broderick, young Matthew Broderick, was still making movies. It's awful. It's, it's like, this is impossible. And yet, it'd be so cool if we had like 1980s and 90s era well, Matthew Broderick making movies. Well, and it's funny. It's like some some... Some actors and actresses will like grow up with you over time, and yeah. so you still have an affinity for them. Like, uh, you know, uh, Tom Cruise has been making movies since the eighties, and he's still going with well, Mission Impossible. Well, because he does straight-legged He never takes any stress to his knees. That's how he does it. <laughs> he never takes any stress to his but, knees. But but uh, so um, shoot. Uh, uh, well, uh, oh, look I'm at sorry, um, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is another one. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he's been around since. The 80s. Yeah, and he, he's had yeah. the same attitude. Uh, yeah. He's just a little older. He played Tony Stark, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's like the adult version of uh, the guy who was in the movie with Ducky. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the adult version of the same guy. Yeah, and, um, and, um. Except he's like the, he grew up just a little different, but he's mm-hmm. the same kind of character. These are, these character actors, or rather these, um, almost method character actors. Yeah. They have a big personality. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to play Arnold Schwarzenegger in anything. Yes. Uh, uh. It's kind of refreshing, and it's, it's sad that we're not seeing new new stuff of them in their prime. Like, I'd love to see Arnold Schwarzenegger as an action hero again. They were thinking about doing a King Conan, where he'd play the king phase of Conan, because Conan oh, okay. has three phases to his life. Uh-huh. It's uh, thief, uh-huh. uh, mercenary, king, basically. Oh, okay. So that's this whole phase of life. When you hear his different stories, you pop in, you can tell which era he's in. Uh-huh. If he's running around killing, uh, like, uh, highwaymen, he's uh-huh. in the thief era. When he was like he was just stealing yeah. stuff from from other robbers, and then he became a mercenary, and later conquered his the people who hired him and became the king. Yeah, because he himself conquered the people who had hired him. <laughs> Freaking Conan, I think. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many ways to put him there, but he's always in those three eras because it's sort of like a it's a metaphor for like the man's life, you know, uh, whatever. But yeah, I, I think he, I, I think uh, Hollywood has a harder time with women holding on that long for, with right I mean, except for Judas Light Judas Light has always been Judas I, Light. I mean I was like, like Nicole Kidman is doing Nicole great Nicole Kidman she is all over the place it's like and I mean there's some people who, who stand yeah, the test of time yeah 
But and, but but I, I think you see that more with men than you do women. Right, and then later they disappear for like ten years or, or something, and you see them playing the the mother or the grandmother. They yeah. come back and they have to kind of like upgrade, where you have like someone who's playing the role they would have played, and they play the mother. Well, and I think that's like that was one thing that was really cool about the the Wonder Woman movies was seeing a lot of those older women actresses back doing something cool. Yeah, you know, because yeah. uh, they had Robin Wright in there and. Uh, Let's see. Nicole Kidman was in Aquaman. Uh huh. Um, you know, I mean, it was just Louis uh, yeah. Aquaman <laughs> from a Long Island Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's just it's just nice it's just nice to see that they're they're not they're allowing that and not making all the. I think I think things have look, changed a little. It yeah. used to be very much uh, about you know sex sells, I guess, and if someone got a little. Uh, older and more mature but then then you saw someone like um what's her name she was in the halloween movies oh yeah um uh, jamie lee curtis she just totally owned it and she went and started selling activia activia like yeah. dietary yogurt or whatever it is to, to help you go to the bathroom yeah and i think if, if you own it and you're just saying this is like life and move on she's still doing stuff it's, yeah you know yeah. i've seen her in super recent stuff but i'm sure she's out there you know yeah, and uh, so that's I, I don't know, it, it, but yeah, there's a very nostalgic feel. Just uh, these movies. A lot of this. So. Yeah, I, I miss it. I yeah. miss these movies. And but I, I mean, I, we were we were talking with the kids today, you know, because you know Chris and Megan are older than we are, and uh, I, but you know I didn't age. realize Chris and Megan were older than us. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't guess women's ages. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. But how much older? Um, she's a grandmother, but I thought she was a young grandmother. She's, she is. She's at least 50, and he's older than She's still she a young is. grandmother. Yeah. And, and um, but, you know, we're all essentially 80s kids. and Yeah, and I'm, I'm 90s. Yeah, you are. But, but I okay. still remember 80s because I, I yeah. had VHS and everything, you know? Yeah. I watched all those movies. And and so we were talking about the days before internet, <laughs> and the kids are like, yeah, 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 we know I you remember. didn't have but internet. Then, but Daniel doesn't get it. He <laughs> no, still he doesn't, doesn't get it. He, he says, doesn't. oh, well, this wasn't a big deal. Yeah. He, he he thinks that he lived a little bit without internet. Not really. <laughs> no. Not really. We uh, I remember only the rich kids had BBS service, and it was yeah. like the one nerdy rich kid would have it, yeah. and you could uh, go download stuff, and you set up the download, and you have your sleepover in the morning, you play yeah. the game or something. Yeah. It was uh, AOL. It, I remember first getting on AOL with my friend who had it, mm-hmm. and we went to a, a chat room and we were messing with people who were trying to pick up you know, underage kids. Yeah, it was just like it was just I don't know. That's not really that funny of a story or anything. But <laughs> but either way, we were messing with them. We weren't looking to like get them in trouble, but we were definitely looking to mess with them. Yeah, and uh, that's the old memory of the internet. Nowadays, everyone has so much internet. I don't know. I got I got to unplug mine because it's telling me low battery. Okay, well, yeah, I think we're about done. All All right, right. well, thank you all for listening to us babble. They don't make internets like they used to. (laughs) Y'all have a good night.